This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? JP's World. You heard it right. JP's World. Get your 10% discount right now. Use it. All caps. J-P-S-W-O-R-L-D. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. I'm JP, and welcome to the second part, second part of this Doubleheader Friday. And if you guys haven't checked out the first part, then just scroll down a little bit on your favorite platform that you're listening to this show and head to listen after this episode or before you continue listening to this episode to the interview, the part one interview with Davion Howard. And let me tell you, that was a great interview with him. And he is an amazing person and a great, great player. But in this interview, I bring you Justin Wilson. And let me tell you about Justin a little bit. He is a hybrid player. He is a linebacker that can also play safety. How scary is that for an offensive player? All right. He is a Swiss army knife, right? So <laughs> he is, he's a free agent and on his path to the CFL or just exploring his options more likely. And he is a really cool dude. Like I enjoyed so much uh, recording this interview with him. And he is from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shout out to Wisconsin, Mil Milwaukee, for giving us Justin Wilson. And there he went to the University of Dubuque, Dubuque, Iowa. And and this, you guys are going to listen to this part of this com other conversation, like going down the road. But he is, if not, like he is a great, if not the greatest Green Bay Packer fan out there so if someone from the packers organization happens to just stumble upon this upon this podcast and to listen to him and you want to give him a chance please just give him a chance to justin wilson and let me tell you he is a great person and i can just tell you in and out of in and out of the field and man let's make that happen let's bring justin wilson to green bay and put him on one of those green jerseys all right so this has been a long intro all right it's really long intro so let's cue the real intros people and uh, and enjoy the interview the first part and i'll see you guys at the end Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the JP's World. And welcome back once again, people, to the podcast where negativity ends, where we talk about everything, sports, movies, motivation, shows, current events, and more. I'm your host, JP. Get ready. We're about to start. and recording okay welcome back people to the jp's world podcast and today here with me i have the honor of presenting you guys justin wilson 
And I don't know, man, I'm so excited for this interview and we've been planning it a lot. And as I just said, Justin, I sent them the questions so, so late, but we're here. We're going to make it work. And so Justin, please introduce yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. My name is Justin Wilson. I'm a linebacker slash safety, probably one of the most versatile players that you ever come across uh, coming out of Wisconsin. Uh, I'm right now I'm in Iowa, so no matter what the weather is, we're always grinding out here. Um, if you want to add me on Instagram, go ahead, jwill underscore 42. You will check out all the accomplishments I've made and we will see where I'll land this year. There Thank you go. Having, Thank you for having me. There you go. I love it. I love the, I love the, I love the energy. I love the, the positivity. Yes, sir. Now tell, well, you, you already told us where you're from. So yes, tell us what do you love the most of where you're from? I love about uh, being from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I love that. Uh, well, I was raised kind of like on a bad side. So as I grew up, I, I learned how to, you know, adjust and to not do certain things in life. And it really taught me um, how to be like a leader and like a man, how to stand out, you know. So right now, pretty much it don't matter where I go. I always want to stand out to people. I always want to be the main guy that everybody want to follow or everybody want to look up to. Mm -hmm. And even with being a leader, what I learned from coming around from that I can still learn new things each and every single day, no matter who it's from or where it, where it happens or how it starts. Mm -hmm. That's so, awesome, man. That's awesome. From the, the thing that I love from where I am, because um, I'm from Mexico, right? Okay. And, nice. Nice. And the city, the city that I, where I'm from, it's called Nogales. And we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, right? <laughs> Hi. So um, the thing that I love about it over there is that it's so it's such a small city and well, it, it's kind of like a good and bad situation that we have there because it's such a small city that, yeah. you know, everybody, but at the same time, you know, everybody. So <laughs> it's like you, you can you cannot be you cannot misbehave like if if. Yeah. If you let's say you ditch school, like it's a bad thing. If there are kids listening to this, do not ditch school. But right. if, you, if you ever did it, by by the afternoon, your mama will be like, "Hey, I I, I got word that you ditch school." I'm like, "No, I didn't." Well, why did the lady and the man and the guy over there just told me they saw you on the street? I'm like, oh, all right, all right. Nobody can do nothing here in this city. It's I can relate to you with that. I can relate to you with that, man, because Milwaukee, uh, it's not that big, man. Like in high school, if you were in high school, you knew every single other high school in Wisconsin. You went against them, you faced against them. Like I said, you missed school. Somebody knew you wasn't at school, no matter what the reason was. Before the principal knew, somebody knew before the office hit that, uh, that got that information, man. So I, <laughs> I definitely can, for sure I can, most definitely. Man, that that's when in the movies, you you know the, the you know how it's it's something real, but it's um it's like a funny kind of kind of mm. sentence. How how was it? Um, snitches get stitches. I, I remember saying that. Oh yeah. I I remember to say that to my to to my 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 parents' friends. Like, oh really? You're gonna you're gonna snitch on me? And they're like, well, we know your dad's. So that doesn't mean <laughs> you can just say stuff. And yeah that is a funny memory i remember my dad is like 
he didn't fight the guy, but he he got words with the guy because um, my dad, um, rest in peace. He he was he was res he was really respected in in that city. Oh, yeah. Like everybody knew him. Like I said, but this dude wanted just to mess with him and make him mad mm -hmm. that day. And you know, our parents uh, mm -hmm. they they love us. They love us, right. and they they will go to war for us. Right. And yeah. and this dude made up a. For him, it was a joke. So he made mm -hmm. he made up this story that hey, I saw your son smoking outside of school, <laughs> you know. And imagine imagine the face of my dad. And you know, our, yeah. and with with our parents, with, with with dads, with moms and dads, there is is like you're innocent until proven until proven otherwise. Until proven guilty, yeah. Exactly until right. But they guilty. believe us. They believe their kids mm -hmm. no matter what. So yes, sir. He almost, and he, this is from his words, he almost punched the guy because he's like, if you have to just make stories up for my son, right? then I will punch you. Like, I know my son. I know my son. I know he doesn't smoke. I know he doesn't do all that stuff. So if you oh, just yeah. want to, if you just want to make me mad, then I'm going at you. And, and he's like, whoa, whoa, come, come. He's like, calm down. It's just a joke. And and then like weeks later, I saw him, the the dude, and yeah. and, I, and I told him, hey, my dad told me what happened. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like, all right, you want to make more stories? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Wait, uh, I can relate to you on the family thing, man. Family is everything. First of all, first family all the time, man. Exactly. I came from a single uh, parent um background and i know man my mom defended me on everything sometimes i'm like you know what mom <laughs> i'm wrong this time like i, I didn't go to school mom. like it's, it's my fault but my mom definitely uh until proven innocent until proven guilty like you just said yeah man she would defend me she would die defending me and you know learning that and man that just that just showed me how to love in life and that showed me how to work hard in life man because i learned everything from my mother man for exactly. sure I, I can relate brother Yeah. Shout, shout out to all the parents out there they they just work so we can have a good life they to teach us where to walk like shout out shout yes, out sir. to moms and dads yep. now uh <laughs> you, you just told us your your position right you're a linebacker slash safety like what else yeah. can you can you want on a defensive yes. player like you're a hard hitter right uh -huh. yes sir i am i'm a very uh, heavy hitter Mm -hmm. Ball deflector, all of that, man. Anything you can think of, I'll, I'll bring it to the table and I'll bring it to the team for sure. So, what do you love the most about that position? Like, what made you fall in love with that position? Um, I like uh, being in a position where I have to defend something. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I said, I can, you know, like like we were just talking about with the parents, man. They'll def they'll they'll fight to the death for you. They'll defend mm -hmm. you no matter what. And I got that like that spirit in me that I, I just want to, I just want to defend. I, I want the ball just as bad as you want the ball. I want to go get it. I'm a go getter when it comes to that. My favorite thing about playing linebacker and safety is that moment that when the ball is coming to the receiver hands and he don't know where you at and you come up and you, and you sustain it with one arm and the other arm, you deflect that pass. At the same time, you're getting a tackle for loss, man, and deflecting the ball. So I, I'm that's my favorite part of the game. It's just taking away that feeling of a receiver getting the ball, man. That's that's what I love. That's what I love. 
that's what that's what I love. Awesome. And let me tell you, just I I just played backyard football with my friends, with my family, <laughs> and just the the times that your your brother, your, your cousin, whatever, they deflect the ball. That for me, that is the worst feeling. And seeing yeah. it in TV too, that is yeah. the worst feeling. Like you already pictured yourself, and I'm I'm saying this for the offensive players and everybody yeah. out there that yeah. they want to catch the ball. You're seeing the ball in your in your mind, in your hands. You already have the ball, and then Justin Wilson comes out of nowhere. And boom. <laughs> Yes, sir. I had the ball. I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. Because we, when the receiver catches the ball, they got that feeling. Man, I got the ball. I control the game, right? Exactly. So, in order for you to get that feeling, you got to take it. You got to go get it, man. And that's why, even with the COVID and everything going on, man, I just I'm falling in love with this process of signing to a team because it's teaching me to be relentless and it's mm -hmm. teaching me how to get through the struggle and keeping my head held high. So I'm, I love it, man. I love playing defense for sure. Hands That's down. Awesome. I love defense, man. That's awesome, man. Like yes, speaking about it, that, that the, you, the love you have for the position, is there a player in the NFL or a legend that, uh -huh. that you shaped your game after? Oh yeah. I love, I love Jalen Ramsey. That is my favorite player. The attitude, the tenacity, the aggressiveness. That dude will talk before the game and <laughs> <laughs> after the game. Every single thing he said, he will come and deliver, man. I, I love I love Jalen Ramsey, man. I love how he play. That is definitely a player I look up to. Um, you don't mind if I'm at, at one more player, do you? I like uh, Jabril Peppers. Oh, okay. Um, Real peppers because I remember in the uh, at the combine, um, they were asking him which workouts will he do, and he said I'm gonna do both. He said I'm gonna do the linebacker workouts and I'm gonna do the DB workouts. I'm gonna do both. I'm like you guys can't limit me and stuff like that. And I just went to Instagram, added him right away. Man, that's that's something that like you need in your mental. Uh, is that people shouldn't be able to limit you, be limitless. Exactly. Show people that you can do whatever you need to do because when they recruit and they want players, they don't recruit just the best player. They recruit what they need. Mm -hmm. So you show teams and you show players and you show coaches that you can do whatever they need you to. That's a green check mark on the box, man. You get you on the way. So that's what I'm working towards. I love, I love them. I love them too, man. They, they're very relentless. They're very relentless. And like you said, that the talk game. Do you, do you feel like um, you you have the same like the, the talk game? Like the the yeah, do I you, talk as much as they do. I wouldn't say I talk as much as they do. I would say that when it comes to the game plan, that's how we start to match up. Mm -hmm. Maybe during the game, you know, my mouth guard ain't in my mouth no more. I tell you that because I'm probably <laughs> talking a little bit. That's just because I'm showing love for the game, not because, um, you know, I'm going at the other person or something like that. I'm just showing that I'm here and I'm going to stay here all game long until that clock hits zero. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be in your face all game long. I'm a, wherever you are, I'm at. Wherever you are, I'm at all game long. So I just, I guess I'm a little bit of a talker. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. Yep. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. All right. <laughs> At least a little bit. At least a little yeah, bit. There a little bit. They have Not to. as much as them. Yeah, I got you. Got to man. You got to. You got to just enjoy the process of the game. Speaking speaking about that, I I wanted to ask you. 
Mm, did you watch the Super Bowl? Like, did, uh, oh, yeah, I watched. Well, you, I watched it. Yeah. You were you were rooting for Kansas City or or, or what? That 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 reaction. I just it's just that like I feel like before the game even started, I already knew what was gonna happen because <laughs> they were just like like it just. I, I hate to say it, man. I, I didn't think Kansas City even stood a chance, man. Tom Brady is just proving that he's the best ever quarterback ever in the NFL right now, man, because he's just he's doing it. He came to that team and they were talking how like he wasn't he wouldn't deliver, he wouldn't do this, he wouldn't do that. A couple months going by, he in the Super Bowl, they win a ring, and they just love him now. What can't he do? That's what that's all I gotta say. And the what fact, can't the fact that debate, I don't know if the debate is over, but yes. you know, the, the debate about the who needed who, uh, yeah, like I don't know if it's over, I wouldn't say it's over because mm -hmm. it's a question that we we will ask every single day, like who needed who, who made it, who made that team, the Patriots, the team that they yep. were, you know, yeah. Yeah. And if you if you if it's a debate, I, I know, but in my opinion, is like they complemented each other. Like, yes, like Belichick, it's a great coach, it's a remarkable coach. And mm -hmm. you you we like like the like the quote that I say the, that I listened before the Super Bowl, those type mm -hmm. of coaches and players, you don't have to like them. I mean even if, if it's on the other team like he, right. you're, you're rooting against them you don't right. have to like them that's obvious right. but you need at some point you need to try to learn to respect them right oh yeah yeah because like belichick is such a defensive player he knows how to read defenses how to play defense mm -hmm. and tom brady it's the offensive part of the game like they complement yeah. each other yep yep And I think that kind of went on when uh, Brady went to the Buccaneers too. They didn't, the, him and the coach didn't really like clash, but you knew there was like a kind of a difference. And when they came together, boom, Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Just like, just like what you just said, it was, you needed that defensive mindset and that offensive mindset to come together to get to that title. So I respected, I respect the journey. Each and every single person they even recruited that year and got on a team of the Buccaneers or even traded. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that i'll i'll respect them 100 mm -hmm. because look where they got exactly and, and look what they did in they, the super Bowl. exactly the fact the fact that the kansas city chiefs i mean they are the most op team that you can think mm -hmm. of like they're they're the cheat code like you have right. You have the Cheetah, you have Kelsey, you have Watkins, you have Mahomes, even as much as I hate him, because I know. Let, let me get that out of the way. I'm a Niner fan, so I will forever be salty about that Super Bowl. I will, I, I, well, not forever, not forever. I'm not going to say forever because I, it's such a heavy word. But oh, yeah. you have all those weapons mm -hmm. and you end up with just nine points. Nothing. No touchdowns nothing not even i don't i don't even think they get they got a sack on tom brady no and nothing they, oh my god when i i mean like i said i was i was hyped as i don't know mm -hmm. you couldn't even you could have seen me just bouncing around in the living room watching oh, yeah. rooting for the buccaneers 
But at the same time, when the game ended, I was like, damn, you know? Blowout. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to, how do you, um, how do you like work that hard to get to that point to give up? Exactly. How? Like, it, that, don't, that don't make sense. I know that defense was crazy for the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Like, it was crazy good. I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. Sometimes some defenses just, they top notch. I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. But when you get to that point, don't you just got to step up your game? Because you see what what level they playing on, don't you just got to step your game up? So, I don't know, man. I don't know what was going through their heads, what was going through their minds. I know that Mahomes was just, man, it looked like he was on the playground running around, dude. Like, he, <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't throw the ball. They wouldn't let him throw the ball. That's when I – Gained so much respect for the Buccaneers as a team because mm-hmm. their defense was was talking and they were saying I'm here. Exactly. They were definitely saying I'm here. So I respect that team. Respect Brady. Everyone else on that on that team and in that league or whatever. But like, man, they were they were going crazy, man. They were going they were going real hard. And I mean, I'm saying this from um. I always like to point it out from my perspective as a fan, as a, you know, the, the, the term couch coach and everything. Yeah. But, you know, um, I still think the even though I, I don't like him and I hate him, the Kansas City and everything. Um, yes, they're a great team, but <laughs> I saw you laughing. <laughs> you just got to make sure you get it out the way. I hear you. <laughs> Make it no, I hear you, man. All right, he hates the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, brother. <laughs> so, like I said, um, they're a great team and everything, but I feel like that has to happen to every single team. Even yeah. like even if you're the newest team in the league or you have the greatest weapons in the league, yeah. At some point that has to happen. You have to lose either at the ultimate stage. Or you need mm-hmm. to lose during the regular season so you know that you are like put your feet on the ground. You are not you're not uh, that OP. No, nope. everybody can lose. Yep, you're not invincible. Somebody can get on the same level you are, and mm-hmm. that's a that's a thing. I feel like uh, my mom used to bring up to me, um, like when I was in high school, that like a lot of times I felt like oh. Well, you know, I was a king, you know, I'm the best. You know, everybody have they like moments high school where they the best or whatever. Yeah. And she used to tell me, and I still remember to this day, there are a thousand Justins in the world with the same story, same grind, the same mindset. What sets you apart? Mm. All right. Uh, I, remember, I remember that. I remember that to the day I die, man, that it's a thousand years in the world. What sets you apart from all of them? what is making you special yep absolutely and that is so true like Mm -hmm. yes there's a lot of people like exactly like us they have maybe the same goal maybe the same mission but something we need to bring something different to the table yeah that is wow that is so true like yes sir yes sir Wow, yes, that that's gonna that, be the, that that is gonna be the one of the quotes yeah. for this interview, man. When yeah, was, man, I told you, I, I remember it to this day, man. I was sitting on my bed, I was uh, just you know, kind of like bragging a little bit. She was saying, "But it's a thousand years. There's tons of years in the world. What sets you different? Why are you so special?" Ever since that day, I worked harder than anything, and I still do, man. 
still do because I remember it's 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 a bunch of me's in the world. Exactly. Oh yeah. Now that you now that you mentioned high school, like and I mm-hmm. and I read on your bio that you started playing football since since high school how did you manage yeah. how did you manage that you know the student athlete life you know how they uh, and you know they, they always picture it like it is difficult i know but how yeah. did you, how did you manage all that Ooh, it was it was very tough because um kind of like i was kind of like a bookworm i was kind of like still i'm like kind of like super smart so i took kind of like advanced classes and stuff like that so it was really hard but like that's when like small things come into play and you need to like seek them out. For example, whether it's like uh, friends that are in the same class as you, they can help you out a little bit. Uh, my high school had good tutors. Um, and even no matter what sports you played, you had to have a starting grade point average to play. So that's a good motivation. If you love the sport or whatever sport you were doing, you wanted to play. So you had to meet that grade point average. Mm-hmm. And where I'm from, it was 3.0. Ooh. Yeah, it was wow. 3.0. Um, and then the year before that was 2.5. So it don't matter what, you just had to get them uh, GPA scores. And again, this where mom come into play. If you, you ain't got the grades, you ain't playing. I don't care how good you are. Exactly. You ain't got the grades, you ain't playing. Man, that's when I turn my game off. <laughs> I turn my phone off, put it upside down. Uh, you just... I guess, I guess it's like saying, like, how bad do you want it? Exactly. You know? I guess it's like saying that, how bad do you want it? Because are you willing to sacrifice all these things that you like doing on a daily just for that one goal? Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess I can feel that even right now. Because, like, with COVID, you know, it's a, it's a step back with things. Yeah. But do I give up? Exactly. Or do I sacrifice these small things I do each and every single day so I can train more, so I can learn more, so I can view more things more? Um, so I can be prepared for when mm-hmm. the time comes. Because it's gonna come, whether you're ready or not. It's gonna come. Exactly. So don't, don't force. I it. just managed it with just staying in the books, getting the work done early, so I can have my time to prepare for the games, track meets, or basketball games. I did. I was a three sporter man, so I did it all. Whoa! I did, I did three sports, man. I played basketball. Um, I was a track athlete, and I played football. And then my senior year, I gave up basketball to make state and track, which I did, and to go to the state game in football, which I did. Mm-hmm. So I gave up something. Sometimes yeah. you just got to give up something to get to where you want to go. Okay. And That's the, awesome. the weight. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. I definitely managed. It was hard to manage, though, but I definitely managed. Yeah. For for me, it wasn't like uh, – it wasn't like the um... – the student athlete but for me it was the, mm-hmm. the student work work working student oh yeah you know uh i started working oh, yeah. at uh like my from the middle of high school and and up i started working from there and i don't know it, it, it kind of gives you the um, already the idea of what you're going to right. face in the real world yes I, rem- it does. I remember my friends They, they always said that and they always so fixated on graduating and always we need to finish. I, I don't want school anymore. I hate here. And I just want my, want my degree and everything. And I remember one time, you know, those, those kind of talks, they go deep, you know, you're talking mm-hmm. and then you just go deep and then you're like, whoa. Right. <laughs> so I remember telling them, 
this is the best time that we're going to have, man. We're in school. We are in the most leveled social place. Like here, we are all equal. There's no troubles. There's no nothing. There's no hate. There's no nothing in here. Out there, it's tough. And they're oh, like, yeah. and they're like, what do you know about it? You 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 barely work. You work half the time. And I'm like, yeah, man. But I can see. It's just the idea that I'm that I'm creating in my head. And I know that out there is tough. So if oh, yeah. if you already wanna wanna finish school to face that already, be my guest. But right now, I just wanna enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and I did. I did. There was this point in 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 college that. Um, I know I, I I kept up my grades and everything. I was I was I was a good student, not not to not to brag or anything, but right. I, but I remember that it was a point when when they told me why are you not stressed? You seem so cool about tests and and homework and everything. I'm like, you gotta enjoy. It. Like you you don't you 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 gotta do the work. You gotta concentrate. But at some point, you need to relax. Right. Right. Yeah. You and, gotta. Take some kind of, you got to take some kind of break. Yeah. Some like kind a, of break you got to take. Like a breather or something, because yeah. there is there's this saying from, from my career, because I graduated as a, as a, as a civil engineer. <laughs> and, and and this is like, nice. A, and thank you. And this is like, um like a quote that they say in the career that I'm going to graduate either crazy or an engineer or both. But I think I'm already crazy. So I'm, I'm just missing the engineer degree. So <laughs> Hey man, I think we all a little bit crazy. It's like you got to be a little bit crazy to live in this crazy world. Exactly. If not, you just won't last because everything is crazy around everywhere. I don't care where you are, man. Sunlight or snow, everything is crazy everywhere, especially right now. Especially right now. Especially. Yep. Especially. Now, uh, to 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 start moving on. Uh, <laughs> I saw I saw that you have your own your own business you have a you have a a shoe a, a shoe a shoe store oh yeah so i i well i don't work there anymore because oh. like you gotta you gotta sacrifice um to get to where you need to be so i used to be a manager at a shoe store and mm. i liked it but it started to become a little bit too much like mm. you were saying it just became a little bit too much and I went and just like got another job somewhere where I was paying me kind of equally, but I was given that uh, life work balance. Mm. And my life is football. Exactly. My work is my work. My work is my work. I have to go to work. I got to pay my bills, stuff like that. Right. But I need to learn how to separate the two. And when I was at the shoe store, I was not doing that. Mm. I wasn't. And I was beginning to like show like in my workout, sometimes I was just too tired or I was still hungry or and it was just like, I'm not producing the numbers that I would. And so now I still feel like I'm an athlete mm-hmm. because I got that time. You know what I mean? But uh, work does definitely show me how hard life is yeah. and like what you need to do to stay ahead, how to save, et cetera, et cetera. So I definitely understand for sure. Saving money. Saving money is oh, yeah. probably the coolest and yet the hardest thing to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. 
most definitely. Oh, my goodness, you can you can have like a, a little a little bit of money saved, and then you see something that you really like, and then like and then you like that is, that is when the choice presents. Like, oh, I yeah. need to I need to save money, but still, we always think this is. I don't know. I I I I wanna I wanna you know. Yeah. Be, give me something to myself get something to myself because i you know oh yeah oh yeah man i i, I hate that feeling like you, you're like okay I'm, i'm saving money and then all of a sudden whoa something cool is in front of you yep, yep. Oh my God. yeah yeah you gotta save it though yeah, i hear you though you gotta save it it's hard for me still this day to do it because i love shoes and clothes stuff like that like everybody else does but you just gotta put it away <laughs> yeah, sacrifice to get what you want. Yeah, but for me, I think right now I'm, I have a little bit of a uh, a collection trying to go on. It's about the the, the Pokemon cards and oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And and right now I'm I'm already almost feeling the the little I'm I'm watching my my little binder, but mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, you know what, uh, I need to stop. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel that. But you know, it, it, it's part of the hobby, and then I, I'm I'm still trying to learn all the ropes from that hobby. But you know, oh yeah, it's part of it. It's like, a, like like it, like they say, uh, like like my dad used to say, it's part of, it's part of the job. And yeah, it it's, part, it's part it's part of it. One percent. Now go, going back to to the to the Super Bowl subject and everything that we already already mm -hmm. talked about. What what do you think? What is the most controversial call that you've seen in a game? So I was thinking about that question. It was the call, I think it was last year or two years ago, with um, the Saints who were in the playoffs. And I think he was going off for a pass. And the DB, like he it definitely was a flag and there was no flag thrown oh the remember that against the, the rams team, against like, the rams yeah 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 yeah. the Rams, yeah and he definitely grabbed it for sure it was definitely a flag um and the saints definitely should have got the ball back in it was game over that definitely was a game changer um I really think they should have went back in the film room and watched that and gave mm -hmm. the saints another chance because that was crazy That was real yeah. crazy. I was. That's the I, one for me. I was really mad. I was really mad about that. I was. Yeah. I was really mad, and you know, in, in recent history, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with you with that. Like that mm -hmm. is the most controversial call recently. Mm -hmm. like, damn. It's, and it's, it's like, coming from. It's coming from a DB. That definitely. I I definitely know sometimes. Like, uh, is he gonna call that? Because you know what I mean. Because out of gameplay now, you can't really be like that aggressive, but you can try to be. You can sneak away and be sometimes, but it's like they're gonna call it. But in a championship game, you gotta see yeah, that. Exactly. You, you gotta see that. You gotta see that. And and then and then the refs like they, they have the the nerve like to say why you're why you're targeting us like we're not the bad guys I mean you are you are putting the target on your back you are you want the people to get mad at you. Mm -hmm. have, you have you ever been a part of a like? like a referee throwing a flag and you're like i didn't do it and then no you did you you oh yeah um i had most of them in high school when we were like on away games because we were really good and you know my coaches weren't like cocky but like you definitely got the vibes when they're in the room i'll just say <laughs> that or if they're on the field 
because I mean, because we were that good. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was going against this lineman because I played a little DN too. I was going against this lineman. And man, they just wouldn't call him holding my jersey. They would not call it. And I was getting so frustrated, man. And I finally just, I just like snapped. I was like, dude, like call it. And then my coach snapped on him and he finally called it. So I definitely know how it is to not get a call. Mm-hmm. And there were other calls like in college where I got called for like, you know, flag for not holding one one. Yeah, for sure. Damn. Damn, I hate I hate I hate to see that happen. Like the the player, like you on the defensive side, they're having mm-hmm. so much fun because you know they are good. You're good. You you you're having the best defensive game of your of your day. You're having your best day, and mm-hmm. then boom, they call something, and then yeah, what? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's just, it feels like the whole world is against you. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel. And it's like, man, just how can you not see? Well, I guess it's like, what? How can you can't feel what I feel? You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. they can't because you're in a game and they're not. They they control the game. You just need to play the game. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like like when I was mad about the the recent game, the the um, the Buccaneers against the the Packers in the in the championship. Mm-hmm. The whole game, the whole game. Me as a fan, I mean, again, couch coach. I mm-hmm. saw. Are countless, countless holding, holding flags about to happen, and they didn't call one. And even, and even, oh. the, even the commentators were like, "They're just letting them play." This is a game about two uh, future Hall of Famers. Just let them play and let them play. I'm like, okay, I'm all for it. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, because again, we go, we go back to, uh, you know, the the hate for being so good against Brady, but the respect that that he earned, obviously. Um, but then boom, a holding and he goes against the Packers and the Packers were about to get the ball for me. I, in, in my early predictions as a fan, I thought the mm. Packers were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then it's, and- it's almost like you can't do anything to have the ref, like have that power so they can make calls like that. But that's like, how hard is that? Because in the whole game, like everyone is just reacting to each other. So mm-hmm. Exactly. If he does this. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. So it's like, how how could you not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and then it happened that the 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 holding on that, and I was mad. I was so mad. Like, and 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 then my cousin was like, "How can you be so mad?" And and then again, my my argument at the time, they didn't call it the whole game, and now 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 they, now they want to call yeah. it. Like, what what is that? And crazy. And he's like, no, no, you're wrong. And he, a whole, a whole, a whole argument started that day. And by yeah. the end, by the end of the day, you know, at the first you're heated, the controversy and all the opinions, and then by night, all right, man, I was wrong and everything, everything good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Now, uh, like right now, you were just talking about as like all the memories that you have about your you playing. But mm-hmm. what what would you say is the most memorable moment of of all? Mm, that's a good one. Um, the most memorable uh, moment of me playing uh, was when I got my first sack. It was against this team here in Iowa, and I it was like the first time I got on the field because mm-hmm. it's so hard to get on the field in my college because mm-hmm. you got them, you got the older players 
but you still got the skill set, so you're going to show coach what's up. So I got on the field. I got my first sack. I got the just the adrenaline and the feeling of this for me, and yes, I can do it. You know what I mean? It was it was like a a confirmation between me and myself. You know what I mean? Because I've been struggling so long to even get on the field. Mm-hmm. I got my chance. You know, I took control of the opportunity, just like Tom Brady said. And I don't care how good you are when you get your opportunity on the field. Don't mess it up. Exactly. So, yeah, man, um, that's when that's when I, I love the game stronger with the game. So, yeah, that was my first uh, and my very most memorable moment of playing football. That's awesome. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, again, I've never played. I, I wish I could have played. And I, the, the only close thing that I had to play the game was when mm-hmm. back in my hometown over there, um, we were tr- we tried to build a team from the ground up. Okay. Right. And I remember this um, play that I did against my friend and shout out to him. His name, his name is, his name is Gaston. And that's, a, that's like a, the name in Spanish. And um, I remember we were playing, we were, we were doing this little, you know, uh, like uh how can we call it like maybe like a scrimmage i don't know if that's the correct yeah uh, concept. yeah mm-hmm. and it was friday it was the end of our practice per se and we were playing against each other the defense and the offense and then they passed me the ball because at that time i wanted to be a running back in that team right so they passed me the ball and by this time because you know repetition repetition and practicing and practicing i learned how to run good not run wobbly because you know you need to learn that you you learn to how to run straight and, mm-hmm. and with speed right and right. they told me how did you learn that because I, they passed me the ball and he was running running like hell behind me he wanted to catch me and i'm bigger than him i'm a little bit fatter than him and i mm-hmm. still outrun him and that is one of my favorite like close to the game that i've been and just the feeling of that and i'm like if this resembles a little percentage of why they what they feel man this feels great oh yeah oh yeah man it's that it's that confirmation i've told you man it's that confirmation that you need between you and yourself you just need to confirm it and then when you do it's like weight off your shoulders let's play you feel free you feel liberated absolutely absolutely I love it. Absolutely. Now, who would you say was, was your favorite team growing up? A uh, football team? Yeah. It would team. be the Packers. Oh, I'm from Wisconsin. We just talking green, about that, that green and gold. Yeah, that green and gold run through the veins, man. Uh, I hope Aaron Rodgers stays. That's all I got to say. I hope he stayed. I was upset when Favre left as a kid. And, but, you know, Aaron stepped up, so. Um, huge Green Bay Packer fan, man. Huge Green Bay Packer fan, but my favorite players aren't on Packers. It is definitely on different teams, but when they come to a team, go pack, go. Yes, sir. Yes, awesome. sir. Awesome. No, don't worry. Don't worry. Like, like I've like I've been saying in the past episodes, this podcast is the confirmation. Like we just said, the confirmation. Mm-hmm. Rivals can become friends. Oh know? yeah. Yep. Like. Mm-hmm. Like in the past episode, I we had we had here another player, and he's a Seahawks fan. And I just mentioned I'm a Niner fan, and you can see the rivalry there. <laughs> we were cool, like we were talking, and we we had a great conversation. And that's yeah. when when this all whole, whole statement started. 
And then the other day, he came another player, he came another guest, and he's like, I'm a, I'm a cowboy fan. And then like, man, you're doing this hard. You're doing this hard for me. Like, because you know, the, there's also the rivalry between the Niners and the Cowboys. Mm. And then again, in the past three years, the Packers and the Niners have been going at it like shot by shot, blow by blow. They have been, they have been great games between the, the two of them, the two of them. And again, yeah, rivals can become friends. Oh, yep, yep. It got you got to when you're a fan, man, because it's like I don't know whether it's like where you're from and like everyone around you growing up is like drill, drill, drill. This team got to love them, got to love them, got to love them. Or it's just that something bad happened to you as a fan growing up and then you switched. <laughs> you just it don't matter where you're from, you on a different side. So, yeah, I do. I totally understand. Now, where, where I'm from, they're, they're really, really proud of the team they go for. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, there's people that won't even talk to you if you go against their team. That Same. is, that is, damn, like, I remember, yeah. and, and this is on the basketball side of the sports, right? I was watching, I was watching the Warriors against the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And yeah. um, I, we were on, a, on this uh, sports bar. And it was cool. It was cool. It's, it's, it's like a not a sports bar. It's a it was it was a family type of restaurant, you know. But there's still beer. Right. There's, there's still a bar. Yeah. And I remember, you know, you get excited when the Warriors score and everything. And you jump in the tables. And I remember like three tables, three whole tables, looking back at me and my friends and yelling, "Shut up! Shut the hell up!" Because the the, the Cavaliers were losing. And I'm like, "Well, man, <laughs> it's just the game." No, no. Uh, F the game and stuff like that. F you and I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, you know, they're they're, they're, they're really like that, but all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Why do you think sometimes why you think sometimes the players like they like make these videos for the fans, man? Because the fans get wild, man. They they really got love for the game, just like you do. No exactly. matter if they play or not, they got love for the game, man. Yeah, I know. I like, and I, I remember back in my when, when I was in middle school, and this is and and now I, I, we we go to another perspective. Soccer, um, mm. these two kids started fighting because he he one of them said my team is better than yours, and he's like, no, you're he's not. Shut up! And then ah, oh, make me oh, then boom, 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 and started started fighting in front of me, and I just yeah. and I just walk backwards. Oh, you figure it out. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! That love for the game goes crazy, fan or athlete, man. That that love is real. It's real crazy. Yeah, it's it's, it's something like sometimes you cannot control it. Sadly, mm-hmm. sad, sadly, it is it's again. Mm, yep. Good and bad. You cannot control it. Like there's the right. passion. There's a passion right there, and you cannot control it. You cannot control how high or how hard it goes for right. each person. Right. Right.
And that was part one, people, part one of the interview with Justin Wilson. Tune in next Friday for part two, as well as part two with Davion Howard. This is already shaping up to be a do another Doubleheader Friday, and I'm so excited to bring you guys another Doubleheader Friday. So a little glimpse of what you guys are going to listen on part two with Justin Wilson. He, at the point where we were recording this, this episode, this second part, he he didn't he wasn't watching one division up until that point and i convinced him my hyped hyped him up about the show and i hope you guys already hyped up for the season finale the big cameo that we already know that is going to come up so that being said i'm planning and i'm going to try to release an episode on monday after motivation mondays for one division explaining all that before the season finale like to prepare for the season finale and i'm just going to say that because uh, I don't want to make this a really long outro, all right? So expect that. So before I go, remember that you guys you guys can send me a voice message. Just go to the link in the description of the show. And there, if you want to say hi to someone, maybe wish a happy birthday to someone through the show, you can do it there. And your voice message can be featured in one of the episodes. Also, if you guys have a business or a company and you want to advertise you want advertisement for your company you can support this podcast by placing an ad on this show just send me a dm a, a direct message on my social media and we can work something out to put an ad for your company on this show and you will be supporting this show to you know just support the show <laughs> i'm just gonna say that and also remember that there's merch for the podcast there's shirts hats and stickers shirts are 18 dollars. hats are 15 and stickers are five all this plus shipping and same process just go to my social media and send me a direct message for that and again this is a really long outro and that is enough for me today, and I hope you guys enjoyed this Doubleheader Friday, people. I, I really like and I really love bringing, bringing you guys Double Episode Fridays, all right? So expect another Double Episode Friday next Friday. I'll see you guys there. See you guys later. And that was it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and are enjoying the episodes, the number one thing you can do for me is subscribe, rate, and review this show. And don't forget to share it with your friends. I'm your host, JP, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. <laughs>